Hi, welcome back, Notorious MFT. As promised in season two, I have some special guests. I've got a couple of people lined up. Um, as I'd mentioned before, I'm sure you're tired of hearing me, John, here by myself. So I brought some, <clears throat> excuse me, I brought some friends. I brought some people in the business. I brought some people out of the business. Um, and by business, I mean the therapy, the therapy bubble. So for today, uh, for tonight, actually, uh, my guest is uh, Elijah Gaines. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, I've got a little, I've got a short bio here I'd like to share. Uh, LA native, performance trainer, basketball coach, and writer. So I'm definitely interested in the performance training, definitely interested in the basketball coaching. The writing is awesome. Um, but today I have you on as a guest to share with us sort of what inspired you to get into the coaching uh, both for basketball and then now the life coaching is what I've heard too, which is awesome. Um, so just if you wanted to start with maybe what inspired you with that um, and maybe just a little bit of what got you to this place, um, that'd be cool. Well, first of all, I appreciate you for having me. Having me. Um, so it all started, uh, basketball has been a big part of my life um, since I was young. Um, it's kind of all I knew about the age of four is when I started. So kind of the position that I am now currently in is all centered or started from basketball. Um, so real quick, uh, I'm from LA area, um, grew up in a small town, San Pedro High School, uh, played there four years, went on to Long Beach City College for three years, played there for two, um, sat out a year. Uh, through the process, I've been studying kinesiology, uh, specifically physical therapy. Again, being in the sports world, um, that kind of was the most easiest thing to relate to. Um, and at that time, all I was thinking about was was playing basketball. So school was kind of wherever, whoever, um, whatever was going to get me closer to to my dreams and playing basketball. Nice. Obviously, you know, as things called life happen, um, I had to redirect a little bit. So luckily enough, I still was able to play basketball in college. I got a scholarship in, in Pittsburgh State, uh, in Kansas. Played there for a year. Um, again, life happened. It was a business. Things didn't go well. Sure. Came back home and finished at Cal State Dominguez Hills. Um, nice. And then from there, uh, I got into coaching. And at the time, it was just something just to get on my feet, um, you know, being young and kind of careless uh, at my year in, in Kansas. Um, needed, you know, kind of a, a restart. So got into coaching AAU and travel ball. Um, and it was something that I never really thought I was going to do. Um, hmm. People ask, like, have you ever thought of coaching? I was just like, nah, because I still had that player in me. I still wanted to play and finish that out and, and kind of check that off my, my list. And I came across um, a family, um, a kid who I coached in the summer. Um, we got real close. Um, and his mom was like, you need a coach. Hmm. And along with her and other people kept asking me, kept, kept pitching, coaching, coaching, coaching. And I kind of was just like, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, so I jumped into it. So mom, if you're listening, uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, coach Kathy, she's at Sage Hill. She coaches, uh, women's varsity. She's assistant. She, she kind of was the, the pusher to get me going. Gotcha. Um, so I went up there, uh, they had an opening and I met the coaching staff, uh, and obviously, Kerwin Walters, too, he had a big part. He was the icing on the cake. He was just like, 
we ended up playing um, in adult league. Uh, then I went up there for open run and he was like, Hey, like you need to do this. Yeah. So I ended up at Sage Hill. Um, then my first year there, uh, you know, kind of, it was year round, but as after a certain point when season ends, um, I kind of need something else, uh, just more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came across, uh, training, um, going through school, you know, obviously once I figured out that like I had to get this school stuff down and get it over with, um, I started re- doing more research and understood that there's a lot that I can do with my degree. Um, and at the time grad school was not an option. I was just so over school. Once I finished, I was, you know, tired of it. I just wanted something that I can kind of jump right into. And luckily enough, uh, I came across rock Institute. Um, and it's a, a, a training specific, like performance training, uh, wellness, corrective therapy. It's, it's three divisions in one. Um, and they partner with the Newport beach athletic club. So gotcha. that's where they're located at. Yeah. Um, and I came across there uh, and met the, the the staff and the team there. And it was just, um, it was amazing. It was like a perfect fit. Um, so I specialize in performance training, um, but I also do personal training as well. Gotcha. Nice. So Coach Kathy uh, paved the way. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. So that's uh, that's excellent. I mean, I, I'm I'm glad the story unfolded the way it did and then it kind of it resulted in more doors to to actually open up for you which is awesome both personally and professionally um tell us a little bit about how this led into like the life coaching the mentoring that part of your of your of your care so to speak yeah so um you know i'm really big on um relationships i Mm. think uh especially you know, over the years and how kind of the world has just played out. Um, if you don't really have relationships and like a strong support system or, or some people that can back you, um, you're not really going to get far. You, you can't do a lot of these the things that you do alone. Um, some of the most successful people have somebody, whether it was a person like Coach Kathy or, or Coach Kerwin, um, who gave me that push or other people that I've met and I've met a lot of people over the course of three years that I've been training and coaching, um, which is kind of why I'm here today. Um, and I have, you know, all the, the thanks to you. Um, cause you played a big part in the life coaching as well. Mm-hmm. And just off of our conversations through training, um, for me, it's, you know, what I do in the training and coaching is bigger than what it is. So when I'm training is bigger than just throwing some weight around, when I'm coaching is bigger than basketball. Like I said, it's all about relations. So um, I felt that I was put on this earth to help. I don't know exactly what specifically that was going to be, but I knew I was here to help. I always had like a caring and generous nature. And when I get it from my mom, so um, I'll give the shirt off my back to, to somebody in need. And currently it's through coaching and giving back everything that I've, um, was taught to the younger generation now, um, training just off of, you know, my knowledge through school, being an athlete myself and trying to help people, you know, transfer their bodies as well. And, um, after conversations with you, I came across life coaching. I'm very fascinated about, um, therapy, um, 
specifically, you know, whether it's therapists or just sitting and talking to people and learning their stories. Um, I feel like I'm a great listener. So a lot of people will come to me for advice or just if they need to vent and just like get things off their chest. Mm. I'm kind of always been that person. So I figured, you know, again, school was not my biggest thing. Um, just kind of don't have the drive to go back to school, but finding out that there's other ways that I can still do kind of what I want to do without going. So therefore it came to life coaching. Um, and I, you know, became certified, uh, recently over the you know past like six months or so nice um certified life coach and um there's a bunch of different like niches that um i kind of have but the overall umbrella and the main focus right now is finding a purpose yeah um so i'm able to which kind of plays you know hand in hand with my coaching and coaching the kids because if basketball is not you know going to work out for them you know what what is their purpose and sure. kind of similar situation what i did where i was like basketball 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 um but so far seeming that my real purpose wasn't basketball my purpose um was to help and you know still kind of finding that out but um i know for sure helping people is the way to go and um so i decided to become a life coach and be able to help someone find a purpose as kind of i have right well that's great well thank you for sharing that uh, i appreciate it um, I can imagine for some athletes where that's been like the identity for a really long time and at times wrapped into um, like esteem and wrapped into uh, accomplishment to either have it be taken away um, to just, uh, you know, injuries, things like that. Like you said, life happens yeah. and a thing called life comes up. And gets in the way of some of these goals. So it's it's cool to hear and to see that through some of that challenge, you've been able to shift perspective and even shift focus to to continue to have that like that drive or that desire to improve and now sort of put it out there for the rest of the world to to mirror that or to even enjoy that part of your relationship where you might push somebody um that you might have someone you might inspire somebody much like somebody inspired you um which is which is really really awesome i think part of what i've seen and heard with the coaching and the the um the training is they kind of go hand in hand with pushing yourself past these limiting beliefs um, which I think is really cool. Um, I think at the core of a lot of our own challenges internally are just the way we might talk to ourselves or the way we might not believe in ourselves. Um, so that's been that's been a cool little niche um, to understand and to get to know, um, which is awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I've always felt, um, you know, growing up, um, a lot of people, quote unquote, supported me. Um, and I, I'm I'm an observer. I read people well to, you know, my opinion. Uh, I kind of read the room. And um, let's say there's been a lot of people who, you know, said they supported me or X, Y, and Z, but really weren't there. And I always felt that, you know, feeling like something and actually having something is two different things. Mm. And um, growing up, I always felt that, you know, your parents say you can come to you about anything, talk to you about anything. Um, and I knew I had that, but I didn't always feel like that. 
Um, so part of the reason why I got into what I did is because um, not necessarily that somebody that I saw or, or had in my life that kind of mentored me to to do so, but I I just know that growing up, I felt like sometimes I couldn't express the way I felt or I had no one to talk to, even though I did. Like, I'm not knocking anybody that wasn't there for me because there were people there there for me. Um, but just the kind of way that I internalized things and I was just kind of programmed to and conditioned to, um, that always wasn't the case. So, you know, the coaching is is kind of just like, like I said, it's bigger than basketball where um, I see these kids every day. You know, every day, sometimes I see them, you know, more than they see their own families. Um, I see these kids more than I see my own family. So we build a, a very strong connection. And sometimes, you know, they need someone to talk to. Um, and I've had multiple kids come to me like, hey, coach, like, you know, I just I just need someone to talk to. And um, we had that relationship. We had that bond. And even with my training, um, a lot of my clients are, are older. Um and even with them, you know, I'm that person for them too as well, where, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, I don't really have the energy to, to throw on a raid around. Um, and I was like, hey, cool, like, let's just go for a walk. So we're still getting some exercise done. We're still, you know, getting the body moving, getting the body flowing. Um, but yet they know that they always had that support system. And I'm big on standing by what you mean and standing on your morals and your values and I will always be there for my kids, my clients, um, whatever the case may be, um, outside of, you know, the training and, and the coaching. Yeah. What's, um, what's your favorite part about the training? Um, to be honest, you know, like I said, w once kind of basketball season ended and I kind of needed something else, um, just because I still commute, um, from where I'm at to, to Newport, it's about, you know, 80 miles round trip. Um, and gas, you know, it's gas crazy out here. Um, so I kind of need something else to sustain. Obviously, you know, I got bills, getting older, car notes, and all that stuff. And when I was going through school, um, we obviously took a class um, about training, personal training. And I'm sitting there like, you know, I wouldn't again like the coach. They never thought I would do it. Had no real desire interest to um i actually didn't know that i was going to be training people in a way that i am mm. i saw performance trainer and i thought it was strictly skill-based yeah so once i got there and i realized that i'm in a gym i'm nothing but a personal trainer and we just you know do things very differently than than most personal trainers we specialize in performance um so basically just quick background on that just anything that you may do so any sport and it just doesn't have to be an athlete um because a lot of my clients like i said are older they don't you know they're not real like official athletes as like they're not playing for no college or anything or professional um but they may golf as their leisure so i train them as if they are an athlete going for competition um so it's more than just you know throwing the weight around here and there it's um you know i may have you do box jumps hurdles I'm treating like a full-blown athlete. So that way you can take whatever we're doing in the training room and replicate that to on the course, on the field, if you're skating, skiing, whatever it is. Um, everything's predicated around whatever you do in your leisure time. Nice. Very functional. Uh, very, yeah. And even if, you know, a lot of the older older clients um, that just need to be moving, 
um, like you said, functional training would just get you moving. So yeah. uh, simple as walking upstairs, make sure you're strong enough to, and, and you're sturdy enough to walk up and down stairs. Sure. Um, if you trip and fall, that you're able to catch yourself and be on balance, that, you know, that kind of sort of thing. Something that we take for granted that we don't necessarily think about that we do every day. Um, but obviously in the training room that, that we're focusing on specific stuff. Nice. I like that. The specific functional training. I mean, I'm sure it makes it, I'm sure it helps with the Elijah. Why are you making me do this? Right. <laughs> right. All the time. I get it all the time. So to answer your question, well, the best part, I think it's, um, is being able to push people and show them that they're capable of doing more than what they think. Got it. Um, again, from my youngest clients to age of 10, to my oldest clients to the age of 60 like there's nothing that my younger client can't do that my older client can't mm. um and that's basically it's just all a mindset um i tell every person that i that i train that everything in here meaning the gym is the easy is going to get easy not necessarily saying that like oh you work out like oh it's easy but you're going to develop a tolerance and you'll yeah. be able to do everything in here physically nice the hardest part is mentally sure and for some people it's dieting for some people it's um having those limiting beliefs meaning like either they never done it before or they do it once they they may fail out of quote unquote fail on it and they think they can't do it again mm. um and kind of the way that i train is i'm not the trainer that's like come on you can do it like let's go one more like i'm not that i'm very mellow yeah i'm very quiet and the reason behind it is one that's just kind of my nature but two i look at it as the moment that you walk out of these training doors you won't have me sure so my goal is to not have you rely on me to give you the motivation to do a box jump or to be able to push this weight up sure it's to be able to support you and when i feel that you may need a little kick in the butt or a little nudge then i'll be there for you yeah but you had to find it within you to be able to accomplish whatever it is, whether if it's in training room or if it's outside these doors. Um, so the best part is, is pushing people to, to new limits that they never thought they had. Nice. Of course. Yeah. Breaking their own barriers yeah. in their mind. Yeah. That's great. I mean, I think like I was thinking about that and you would provide direction, you would provide suggestion, but you might also be mindful of how much of a motivating factor you might be um, to potentially having them rely on that part. Right. Um, I mean, it just sounds like you might want them to nurture it themselves through the way you manage or the way that you do your your trainings, which is great. I'm sure it, it feels a lot better for the person involved, yeah. um, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so for the time we have left tell me about the the writing like that's a that's a hidden talent here i know you have like a social media page related to your writing and and um tell us about that what uh what got you there um you know so so as kind of basketball was just like my hobby people ask like oh what do you like and i say basketball um you know as i grow older and, and basketball kind of um has slowly uh died down a little bit like you know i forever love the game um, but I noticed that I, first of all, I never thought that I was creative. Um, I never took like, or dropped out of drawing classes, coloring, all that stuff. Like I just didn't find much interest in that. 
However, it's it's funny that now my writing page, um, I call it creative writing because to me it's creative. Yeah. Um, but my Instagram page is uh, e underscore enlightenment underscore publications. And if you didn't catch the drift, like enlightenment, and obviously my name is Elijah, so basically just kind of enlighten people um, through my writings. And uh, you know, my mind kind of wanders a lot. Um, I'm constantly thinking of things just freely. And basically the purpose of the page is uh, basically just, it's just my random thoughts. Uh, my random thoughts, but however, it's through real life situations. So whether if it's personal, whether if it's uh, something that my client may be going through, something that one of my kids may be going through, um, something I see on social media or or worldwide event. Um, and I kind of just have my views on things. Um, and then, you know, I kind of shared it with a couple of people, uh, and had nothing but good feedback. And so I just figured like, Hey, like, what if I just started a page just for, um, somebody may need to see it. Sure. And one of my friends I sent it to, she was like, people need to see this. Um, and I kind of wrote it about, uh, mental health ish a little bit. Like that kind of was the, the theme yeah. of it. And it came from actually the gym. Um, and if you, you know, if you're around NBAC, uh, there's a lot of, you know, older men there that just kind of just look miserable. Like they're angry at the world. Um, and they do the same thing over and over and over again, but there's no changes. Hmm. And when you talk to some of these people, um, you come to realize that Yes, they may live in Newport. They may have, you know, a, a million dollar business, well off, um, but they're really hurting and they're not okay. And so, um, like I said, I'm an observer. So a lot of times where, like I said, if it's through a conversation or just me watching, um, I see it. So when the first one I wrote was just about mental health and was just about um, people being afraid to say that they're not okay. Gotcha, yeah. And just touching back on how I feel, um, you know, I, I've internalized a lot of stuff and I was afraid to say I wasn't okay until I, I stopped being afraid. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of that one. I have another one about love um, and that's inspired by all these, these broken relationships, these marriages, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, and now all of a sudden getting a divorce and um, that one's a big one. That that's a big one that a lot of people liked. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just a bunch of inspirational uh, stories. Sometimes it's in poem form. Sometimes it's long. Sure. Kind of like essay written style. I literally just whatever comes in my head, I just write it down. Yeah. I write it down and and put it out there for people to read. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it looks pretty good. I mean, I definitely suggesting y'all to to check it out. But um, you know overall just a just a largely inspiring human being i have here across from me um anywhere from the young people to the adults um i feel very privileged to get to know someone like elijah um especially walking through this path um, of enlightenment no pun intended hmm. that he's going through here but part of what um pushed my desires to have them on the show was to definitely highlight 
the um, the capacity of inspiration that he has, uh, seemingly limitless, um, touching on multiple subjects of life, from the physical to the mental, emotional, um, which is great. Um, I think I think the stuff you're doing is awesome. Um, I think the fact that you're going like, in my opinion, you're going like internal, external, external, internal with the whole physical part. And now this life coaching part, I think it's great. Um, anytime anyone wants to sign up for supporting another person, like I'm all about it. Um, I think that's awesome. Um, any, any last little tidbits, uh, before we, uh, call it a show? Um, you know, my, like I said, my biggest thing is, is helping people. Um, and I think now more than ever with how crazy the world is Mm. and with all the stuff going on, um, we need to spread more love through, through one another. Um, and however, you know, you express love, uh, doesn't necessarily have to be with money, you know, to give people money doesn't have to be materialistic, but, uh, just saying hello and that, that you're there for somebody in need. Um, it could be as simple as that. But mm-hmm. um, my whole goal, my whole goal in life is just to continue to spread love throughout um, as best way I can, as many ways as I can. And uh, I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing. So uh, if I can get the rest of the world to to hop on board, then we'll be a better place. Nice. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, guys, check them out. E underscore enlightenment underscore publications. Yeah, writing page. Uh, personal Instagram is E underscore gains 94 gotcha that always that like blew my mind like you're a trainer and your last name is gains yeah it's, <laughs> you know again these these things that you don't think of that just happens so i guess it's meant to be yeah it just um, ha- it just worked that way yeah. that's awesome well guys thank you guys uh thank you all so much uh i appreciate you tuning in uh look for some more guests on the show season two should be a good one again as always thank you for pushing play